MomCast is brought to you by the Hutta family of orthodontists and America's floor source. Can you remember your kindergarten teacher? Mommy! It's the MomCast. Really, Mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. MomCast! The MomCast. Hi there, it's Stacy, Heather, and Greg. Welcome to another MomCast. Uh, there's something about your kindergarten teacher, right? Something about your first. <laughs> That's always very special. So right out of the gate, and, and we'll tell you why, because we're going to talk to a kindergarten teacher probably like none of us ever had. Um, that's coming up. But he's actually a comedian and a teacher, which I think go hand in hand very, very well. With five-year-olds? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Heather, do you remember your kindergarten teacher? I do. Miss Justice. And she was one of those teachers who's just like the mom, the maternal hugs if you're sad everyone come here and sit in the circle and but you know being five and being away from mom and dad that worked that worked for me and Mm -hmm. uh, I do remember her and you know it's funny because I kind of lived in a small country town we stayed in touch and Miss Justice showed up to my high school graduation party (gasps) and she looked about the same but it's funny i thought she was like 70 when she was my teacher and in reality <laughs> she was probably 25 isn't that funny we all think that our teachers yes. are so old and some of them like especially in high school were like five or six years older than us yes you know oh that's funny yeah. but how wonderful that she was that much a part of your life and i think i'm friends with her now on facebook so isn't that funny how it comes full circle yes <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And Greg, how about you? You remember? Yeah, I do remember uh, Mrs. Etchison. Mrs. Lisa Etchison. Etchison? Yeah. uh, Did you call her Mrs. Etchisketch? No, because I wasn't that clever when I was six. Yeah, none of us really used nicknames as kids. Um, What I remember, obviously, again, very sweet, classic, you know, uh, kindergarten teacher. Um, But what what I remember is, uh, fast forward, uh, you know, 10 years after kindergarten, um, my sister's babysat for her like she had kids oh, wow. so we were my my sisters turned out to be kind of a, a caretaker if you will for her kids Aww. which was kind of sweet and uh the other thing i want to say is Ma- mallory my wife it was a teacher and she was a first grade teacher which is kind of close very not, similar and um mm-hmm. it's it's been funny we've been out uh at uh the baseball diamonds and a bunch of her former students are working at the baseball park, like umpires at the the concession stand and stuff, and they recognize her. It's very sweet that they go, Mrs. Hansberry, I'm so-and-so, remember? And they remember her very fondly, even these first, you know, here we are, I don't know, 10, 12 years later, and they still have these fond memories of her. Do you, there's something magical, especially when you're little, about seeing your teacher outside mm-hmm. of the classroom. Do you remember ever doing, like, you'd be at the grocery store or whatever it was, and if you saw your teacher, it was like, oh, it's weird. they were a celebrity. Celebrity status. Yes. Absolutely. And you were so um, embarrassed. I was, at least, that I couldn't even talk to them. And they'd say, hi, Heather, how are you? And completely out of context, I didn't know what to do. Right. Isn't that funny? It's and then funny. back Monday at school, then you'd be like really awkward and be like, do we know each other? Are we like <laughs> yes, friends? <yes. laughs> well, I feel like I've told my kindergarten story, but I'll tell it really quickly. My kindergarten teacher was Mrs. Liptak, which is a great name. Um, and I was the same. I thought she was way older 
than me. You know, at the time I thought, oh, she's like, I didn't think 70s, but I was thinking maybe, you know, 65, which is like, you know, the age you think, yeah, yes. 65 is an older person. But I found out how wrong I was. Um, I moved when I was in sixth grade out of town, different part of the state, but my grandparents still lived in the area where I went to elementary school. So we were there for Mother's Day and we all went to this big buffet at a really fancy restaurant. And I looked across the room. I was 29 and I looked across the room and I said, Mom, is that Mrs. Liptak? You know, and we're whispering and she looks over there. Oh, it is Mrs. Liptak. Oh, you have to go over. You have to go over. I'm like, no, you know, you think they don't want to see, you know, whatever. But I'm like, all right, I do because I loved her. She was like the sweetest. She was like the romper room, which I'm sure you don't remember. I do remember. Romper room. She was yes. like the romper room lady. Aww. She was just that sweet and everything was so, I mean, she, it just was so kind and loving. And so I got up and she was way over on the other side of this big place. I just remember that. And I got up and I started walking and about halfway to her, she jumps up. Starts walking toward me with this big smile on her face, puts out her arms and goes, Stacy. And I was just floored that she remembered who I was when I was 29 years old. Does that and, mean you were the bad kid? No. Oh, no, I didn't get I didn't become the right. bad kid till I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> she grew into that. I grew into that. That was when I was still really sweet and quiet and, and the good kid. And she and she said the perfect thing. I always remember my favorite students. <laughs> and I went right back to five years old. <laughs> you know, and I was so excited. She says that to all of them. But that's how big of an impact our kindergarten teachers make on us and all teachers. But there's something about the kindergarten teacher that we remember because it's the first time for most of us where we're in that setting. You know, it really is. And I was thinking about that because I think it takes someone special like your wife, Mallory, to be a, to teach the little ones. I think it takes someone really special to be any kind of a teacher. Mm -hmm. I love you all. But for the little ones, like kindergarten teacher, I could never be. I'm not a kinder. That's not my personality to be a kindergarten teacher. I think I'm probably I would be more the um, maybe a P.E. teacher or a music teacher in high school. Like where the kids don't even want to come to your right, class. Right, right. That would probably be if I were going to be a teacher and that fits my personality. That's probably what it be would be. Greg, can you think of what if you were going to be a teacher? Yeah, the, yeah growing up, none of us really no, fit that uh, sweet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. No, growing up, I actually thought about being a teacher for a second. I thought oh, high school. I got to do the older older kids. But now that I have little kids, uh, you know, eight and, and six. It would be so much fun to teach grade school. <laughs> like, so you'd want to teach the I kind of think so. Like, it just is fun, you know. I just, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, see, see. Uh, uh, I mean, it would definitely be difficult, but um, it would be. F they're just so so excited to be alive and happy right. about every little thing and excited about every little thing that they learn. Um, it would be a pain in the butt, and I would probably be exhausted by ten a.m. every day. But uh, I think the little kids. Kind of describes our job now. Yeah, exactly. It's a pain Working in the butt. with little You're kids and a pain in the butt. <laughs> exhausted by 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Yes. How about you, Heather? Based on your personality, 
What do you think you'd fit? Where, my, where would the fit be? Yeah, my personality is kids realize really fast they can run right over me because I don't say <laughs> no. So classroom is not the place for me and probably not music or art because that would be disastrous. I think I would be best out at recess with a whistle because then I wouldn't actually have to say no. I could just blow on that thing. <laughs> and yeah. I'm really good at swinging children. Because I have some that like to swing. On a swing. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Mm, yeah. Yes. And that's probably all I'm qualified for, to be honest, <laughs> oh, is recess no. duty. <laughs> Sometimes that's the most important. You know, yes. that's the, yeah. Oh, that's It funny. leaves the lasting impression. All, you know, all those things you learn on the playground. <laughs> well, Heather and I realized quick before we started the MomCast, uh, because we were talking about nicknames. And I was asking Greg if your teacher was, what was it again, Etch-a-Sketch? Mrs. Etchison. See, that's how I remember, Etch-a-Sketch. Yep. So, you know, I am I was that kid that, you know, started to come up with the nicknames for teachers. That's why I wouldn't be a good teacher. <laughs> I'm the bad student. <laughs> um, but we were, we were laughing about that because we are not, we have an edge. We're not, we're not fit for that. You know, I think everybody... <laughs> realizes they're calling in fact i was the mom t my daughter's favorite teacher he just left but we were talking about it when she came home and there was this new teacher a couple of years ago um and she said his name was mr magus and where did what did i say immediately maggot. mr maggot i'm like do you call him mr maggot do you call him mr maggot and i got all excited she's like we do not call him mr maggot it's mr magus and that's how you know when kids like the teacher, because <laughs> usually they don't give those teachers the nicknames, right? She didn't give you the high five and say, yeah. <laughs> no. Mm. And I always, for like for the years that he was there, I kept saying, did anyone call him Mr. Maggot? Did anyone, <laughs> did any of the boys call him? I had to like go, did any of the boys? Mom, we don't use a nickname with Mr. Magus. It's like, okay, fine. So that's why I'm not cut out to be, I don't have the personality. But we, we love your creativity here on MomCast. Here's what I wonder. Did the teachers know? Like we had a teacher named Mr. Tipton and he was hot and a coach and everybody loved him. Do you think he knew what we thought of him? Or do yeah. you think the teachers that are called bad names, do they know? They I talk feel about like they it. They do. Yeah. I think they do. I mean, mm. think about it. Think about your parents and half the stuff they know that they never bring up, that they knew mm. the whole time. I think teachers are the same way. I think they all talk, right? Because some, you know, you may not know your nickname, but some other teacher might hear Here's it. it. Uh, or, you know, for the kids, I think you can tell women and men can tell when they when the kids have crushes on you. I think I think because I've talked with teachers, friends over the years and they know that kind of stuff, uh, I think, for the uh, most part. It's funny. We think as kids we're getting away with something, but now I'm humiliated. <laughs> Hopefully no they... need, no need to be humiliated. Well, uh, our guest on MomCast, I'm really excited. Um, Joe Dombrowski, maybe you don't know that name, but you might know him as Mr. D. He's a comedian and a teacher, which I think is, I think you have to be somewhat of a comedian to be a teacher, but he's a kindergarten teacher. But you may know him this way. He's the guy, a couple of years ago, 20 million views of him giving his kids a fake spelling test on April Fool's Day, just because the words, he made up words and they were hilarious and the kids' reaction. So um, if you remember that video, then you know this teacher. We definitely need to say thank you to our sponsors. We appreciate them so much. They help others hear MomCast. And I love 
the Hutta family of orthodontists. They are special to me because they gave my daughter, Olivia, a beautiful smile. Now, as a mom, I thought her smile was perfect beforehand. But anyone else taking a look at that smile would say, well, you know, maybe not so much, mom. Um, But we all face that, right? When our kids need braces and you want to go to someone that you can trust. You want to go with someone that has a lot of experience and someone that understands kids. <laughs> and you get all of those things with the Hutta family of orthodontists. Dr. James T. Hutta and Dr. Larry Hutta are brothers. They've also got now kids coming into the practice and they have over 30 years of experience where we are in central Ohio. And the great thing about them is they will let you know one way or the other. It isn't always a given that it's time for your kids. But one thing I will caution you is kids can start with the braces and all of that way earlier than you think. In fact, we ended up almost being a little late with Olivia. So if you have a question about it, you want to know, they'll tell you when. You get a free x-ray and a free consultation. So go to HuttaFamilyOrtho.com. That's HuttaFamilyOrtho.com. Thanks, Stacey. And we also want to thank America's Floor Source, another sponsor of MomCast. Stacey, I've started a bad habit. I've begun letting my kids sit in our TV room and drink pop. Uh-oh. And guess where the pop ends up? Mm. On the floor. Yeah, all the time. And they not only have not figured out how to open said pop, but then they tip it over. And I'm thinking my floor is paying the price. It actually has a cloudy film on it. <laughs> and it's funny because... <laughs> I know that America's Floor Source like specializes in those things for kids and pets and, you know, high traffic areas, which is exactly what I need. And they can help you with, you know, the durability of your floors, uh, what would work best for the pop stains, that sort of thing. And so you can actually go to the America's Floor Source showroom or it's even better for us moms who don't really have the time or want to take the kids. They have the mobile floor source where they can actually bring the showroom to your living room. Ooh, nice. So if you want to learn more, simply visit americasfloorsource.com. Well, I have to tell you, the first time I saw the video, (laughs) social media (laughs) video of this guy, I was in tears, and I am just thrilled that you are continuing to spread the joy. We want to welcome comedian Joe. You know him as Mr. D. Dombrowski. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. I just, I probably watched that original, the thing that really kicked it off for you. Um, You giving on April Fool's Day a fake spelling test. That seems like such a simple idea, but the words were absolute genius. <laughs> All right, going through the list with the spelling. You're checking your own list. Here we go. The first word was Blorsky. I lost my Blorsky at a carnival. B-L-O-R-S-K-E-E. E-E. The next word was Tangentine. I eat my spaghetti with a Tangentine. That it's T-A-N-G-E-T-E-E-N. Tangentine. The next word is Spiku. Look, there's a Spiku. S-P-E-E-K-U-Z-S-L-M-N. There's silent letters at the end of that one. Yep. Spiku. S-P-E-E-K-U-Z-S-L-M-N. What? Yep. It's not. Nope. It's actually from somewhere else, not here. You know, and that's just really what I do in the classroom. It's all about having fun and creating (laughs) these moments and such, you know. But the biggest thing is teaching is... What's the word? Um, 
psychotic. It's absolutely <laughs> wild. If you're not laughing, you're crying. So I choose to laugh. And then I bring it on stage for people to watch, too. So it's a, it's a great relationship. Absolutely. A psychotic. I've not heard that word. That's an even better word than chaos. Psychotic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a wild road. You never know what's going to happen, especially in kindergarten. It's wild. Uh, right. So um, you teach kindergarten. Um, what would you say, like, of all of the things that you've seen, is there something that tops, like, tops this, uh, of all of your experiences, something a child said or did? Oh, let, let me pull out my encyclopedia of <laughs> yeah. things that they've said. No, you know, what's so funny is we, we had the last day of school a couple of weeks ago. I actually dyed my hair a little bit darker to get ready for tour. And one of my students said, why did you dye your hair? I said, you know, I want to look younger. And she looked at me and says, well, what are you going to do about your face? <laughs> it's that honesty. Oh, it yes. stabs you right in the heart. Oh, yeah. Well, I looked at her and I said, well, your mom's eyebrows don't move anymore. So I think I'm going to ask her where she went to take care of her <laughs> face. Maybe we can uh, have a little relationship going on. <laughs> You know, that's got to be a fun conversation around the dinner table when those kindergartners in your classroom come home and and tell mom and dad what happened at school. Parent-teacher conferences. Usually those stories get real twisted. So the parents will, like, email me. They're like, so my kid said you brought an alligator into work today. I'm like, yeah, it was fake. It was inflatable. We can all chill out now. Thank you. Well, you know what? I can remember. This is what's cool. I can remember my kindergarten teacher. That's why I think what you do is so important. My kindergarten teacher, her name was Mrs. Liptak. Um, And she was not nearly as funny as you in any way, shape or form. In fact, I don't remember a teacher really that that could do that. They, They were all seemingly very, very serious at the time. But but you really influence kids. I mean, you're doing like something that's very impactful for the rest of your life. Do you ever think um, you ever get kind of freaked out by that? You know, sometimes I, I sit and I look at the kids and I'm like, I can't believe I'm so lucky to do this because the truth is, is kids are the funniest thing on the planet. And I feel so like enriched by their young energy that it just kind of like makes me a better teacher. But the truth of the matter is, is teaching is just performing, right? So when I'm in the classroom, that's my stage and they're my hecklers. And then I go and I take it on the real stage and I have, you know, other hecklers who are actually drunk. So (laughs) I would bet it's a really great relationship. I was going to say, I would bet the classroom is probably a tougher room. Oh, I've never had a heckler tell me that my face looks old. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've been on Ellen. I mean, your, your original video was seen by 20 million people. Did you, I, you know, I always wonder about that. People that then become influencers over one thing. Was that the thing that you thought, okay, this is going to do it for me? Yeah, well, the funny thing is that people don't know is um, teachers are typically, oh, God, what's the word? Um, poor. So, <laughs> so uh, I was actually a stand-up comedian my entire teaching career, and I was just doing it to put a little gas money in my tank to get to work and such, kind of like make a little bit of a difference there. So I had always been doing comedy, and then when my video blew up, it, it just allowed me to have this bigger platform to do it more. So doing videos and such, is it just kind of came natural to me to double down on, on the Internet and things, but I've really been doing stand-up for 11 years now. Wow. So, I mean, do you ever think you'll say, you know, I don't want to teach anymore, this is my gig, stand-up? You know, you know what? 
the way that I look at it is uh, through stand-up, I have a bigger platform, and teaching is an extremely difficult profession. And if I'm in the classroom, I'm able to change the lives of, you know, upward of 30 kids, right? But when I'm touring around the country, I'm talking to uh, crowds of 300 mainly teachers. And if they can go back into their classroom and just, like, let their shoulders down and laugh at this wild profession that we do, I think that I'm making a bigger difference there. So wherever my career takes me, I'm always going to have the teachers back no matter what. And and speaking of that, as a parent, uh, you know, I, I've been impressed amazed, impressed about how we are able to communicate directly with the teacher now. I mean, the teachers email us directly. And back when I was a kid, you know, you had to call the school, get through the secretary, leave a message. Um, Do you get a lot of flack from parents or are are you finding that they're supporting you in the classroom and the way you teach? You know what? The really cool thing is, is I've never had parents, uh, you know, not like what I'm doing, especially what I'm doing online, because I'm sort of a real life example of what I tell the kids every day. I tell them every day that you can do whatever you want to do. If you have a dream, you can achieve it. And there I am in their classroom actually tackling my dreams and doing what I want to do. Um, And it's kind of a really great thing when we can sit down and talk about that and, and they can look at me and be like, wow, he did something like that. I could do it too. And the parents are really responsive to that. And they really like having those real world examples right there for their kids. Kind of cool. Well, the the tour is called Schools Out for the Summer, appropriately enough. So obviously that gives you a chance to tour a little bit more. You mentioned teachers. I would say you don't have to be a teacher, but especially after COVID, oh my gosh. You know, I just want to like go buy the tickets for the teachers and let them go and <laughs> let loose. You know, yeah, have a couple drinks and laugh until they cry, you know, and, yeah. and chill out a little bit. You know, it's funny that you say that too. At my, my last show before the pandemic ended, I had a group of beautiful women who came up and I was in the habit at the time of saying, uh, what do you teach? And I said that to them at the meet and greet and they laughed at me. They said, honey, we're strippers. We just love what you do. I was like, okay. It's not just teachers. It's for everybody. Yeah, I'm not a teacher. I'm just a radio gal. And I, I love your comedy. I love your content. Um, Instagram, YouTube, a lot going on there. So I, I just think you're great. I'm a big fan. And um, I give you an A+. Plus. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. You. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Well, it was nice to have a few laughs. I needed that today. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we will let you know how to find... If you haven't seen the YouTube video of uh, Mr. D, you need to see it. Um, And we'll post that on our Facebook page, a a link to it. And please tell other moms, get them in on the conversation. The easiest way to do that is to find us on Facebook, or you could just subscribe to MomCast wherever you get podcasts and rate and review our show and please just join in uh to the conversation with us moms thank you to stacy greg and you for listening have a great day